Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's rare to find a gift that you know everyone on your list will love. That's what you get with an incredibly soft blanket from Minky Couture. With hundreds of different styles and sizes of Minky Couture blankets, you'll find a gift that they are sure to love every single day of the year. Shop the best deals of the season at MinkyCouture.com. Season 2 of In the Marbles. How's it going, everybody? Matt Beamer alongside, back again, Preston Lude. How's it going, Preston? Feels like I've been gone for way too long. Yeah, I, you have been gone for a long time, but we've had a week off. How are your holidays? Good. Busy. Um, expensive. I mean, always. That's how Christmas always is. New Year's was good. Also, let me tell you some a little bit something about New Year's. Okay, New quick. Year's. So, my wife, she says, okay, we're going to a party on New Year's. All right, cool. That's fine. That's naturally going to happen. So she says, oh, the party's at 7 o'clock. Okay. Well, in my mind, I didn't put two and two together that we would be at this party through the ball dropping on New Year's. How do you not put that through so your mind I'm like, on New Year's Eve? So we got there. I'm thinking to myself, okay, cool. You know, it's whatever. And then like about an hour in, I'm like, you know, so when are we leaving? She's like, uh, we're here through New Year's. How do you not know? And I was like, oh, you got to be kidding. So I fell asleep. It was probably like 10 o'clock. And I was like, look, I'm tired. I'm going to sleep. So wow. I was woken up on the living room floor of this party like two minutes before the ball was going to drop. Oh, at least you saw the ball drop. Yeah, but I was just, I was I was not prepared. I wasn't mentally prepared to be there for five hours. I don't know how you don't mentally prepare to, on New Year's Eve, going to a party. Well, I mean, like, I'm thinking to myself, the party's starting at 7. Why do we got to go right at 7 and be there for, like, five hours? You have to be. Yeah, but... I hear you. I hear you. It was just... It was a long night. Yeah, our New Year's Eve consisted... We went to California for the Rolls Bowl Parade. That How was, was that? That was a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, we, we enjoyed it. We were there with family and friends. We had a great time. We um, 
saw the parade. It was a great parade. I got flowers for my mother-in-law and wife from the floats. So were you there, like, through New Year's, right? Yeah, yeah. That, oh, so you... that was New Year's Day. We got there on a Monday. Okay. And then New Year's Eve, we found out that my wife got a new job. She got hired by her new job, so we're looking forward to that. Oh, great. And then with the jet lag and everything, we, we didn't really – we woke up to 2020. Oh, so – wait. You woke up like – We went to bed at 9 o'clock, which was technically midnight our time. Oh, so you – So we consider that our new year. It's like, oh, good night. We retired. So you woke up after the new year local time there. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then we right. and then we went to Hollywood and did all that tourist stuff. And that yeah, was a lot of fun. I saw the uh, pictures. It looked like yeah, it was there was a lot, a lot of fun. A lot of fun in New York, in uh, California. Not New York. Not New York. Wow. But kind of like New York, but not. But not. Yeah. But not. <laughs> but we Just... had a lot of fun. But yeah, I'm glad to. I'm hope everybody out there had a great New Year's. We're I've been looking forward to I'm, this particular episode for a while just because of the opening. Yeah, the opening was, I don't even, like, I had no words. I was just. I wanted to see your reaction to the Christmas opening. Yeah. But you missed that, that one. So I decided to do that, and yeah. here we go, season two. We're just diving right on in. 2020, diving, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Everything and, is escalating quickly. Let's go right. do it now, you know. So we'll go ahead and from there and just hit the news. The news. Well, I, I can't say it like that. I'm going to try that again. Yeah, that was weird. The news. In auto racing. Oh. <laughs> First time I did it, I did it like another podcast. I don't want to be a copycat. So <laughs> auto racing news for the new year. Uh, kind of not a really big surprise here. Phoenix is going back to Phoenix International Raceway, dropping the ISM. Well, who, some now... Wasn't somebody sponsoring that? Is that why ISM it was, like that? was the sponsor of the Speedway? It was okay. kind of like back in the day when Lowe's was the sponsor of Charlotte, so it, was it to be was Lowe's Motor Speedway. Speedway. Okay, but everybody still called it Charlotte. Oh, I never did that. I, I did. Always called it Lowe's. I I always called it Charlotte, and then <clears throat> and then when we did our show last season for Phoenix, we always got confused as ISM. No Phoenix, and so now it's officially back, back to, to Phoenix. Phoenix Raceway, which it needs to be. Which absolutely it needs to be. Oh, whoa! Sorry, hey, look out! I need hey, you got to quit throwing the hands. Everywhere work on my there. proprioception there. So that's that's big news. But then, really big news coming out of NASCAR: uh, new short track package, which will affect the splitter and the spoiler on the cars in an effort to make improve on track pr- action on track entertainment. I, I don't know. How... I don't know exactly what's going to go into that. I'm going to guess in. If they go bigger rear spoilers on the super speedways like Daytona and Talladega, it'll probably go smaller. Well, I just I don't know. I don't. Here's my thing. I don't. I don't know how you could really mess around with I thought, car to make it better racing on a short track. I thought the short track racing last year was good. A lot of people don't. A lot of people think you know with like uh, let's see Keselowski leading four hundred and fifty something laps. In Martinsville last spring, mm-hmm. and that wasn't fun. Like, but that's the that's his job. Yeah. He got a better handling car than anybody. Nobody else could touch him. Same way with Martin Truex somewhere in Richmond. One of the two. They want to prevent that. Well, and okay, I don't. So, you know, I don't. The way it sounds like, it sounds like they're setting up for a Richmond kind of short track. Martinsville, not so much. Maybe Bristol. I just, in my mind, I don't really see how you can change. 
the cars for different on-track performance in terms of a short track. It's just a short track. There's not really a whole lot of aero going into it. There really isn't. And I'm, I'm curious to see what the changes are to the front end and rear end of the automobiles. And maybe that will go into the Gen 7 car. Doubt it. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But I remember back in the day where they had different at least chassis for short tracks and road courses and super speedways. I don't know if we're going to go back to that. It doesn't sound like it, but it sounds like it's just affecting the spoiler and splitter of each car. Mm, that's really weird. And then the last piece of news I have, unless you have any, do you have any? Oh, there was a couple things I saw today. What, 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 what? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, what were they? Well, I was going to let you go first, but I'll see. We can save this one. Now the article disappears, but um, Penske Racing... Shaking up the... Here we go. See, now it loads again. Crew Chiefs. Shake, now, I know you're not going to like this, probably, because Paul Wolf is not going to be Brad Keselowski's crew chief. That was year. a good team. So Yeah, and there was a lot of comments on Facebook about that. Oh, um, maybe we'll hayman them. <laughs> maybe. That'll be our hayman <laughs> segment. Go ahead and try to find some good ones. Uh, Paul Wolf is going to be the crew chief for Joey Logano this year. Okay. Uh, Todd Gordon is going to Ryan Blaney. And then Jeremy Bullins. Is that how you say his name? Bullins? Bullins is going to Keselowski. Now, what was Bullins before that? Was he with? I'm gonna assume it was Ryan Blaney. We don't. You don't know. No, I. I don't. I never even knew who Ryan Blaney's crew chief was. I just knew that Todd Gordon was with. Yeah, Lugano I knew and, Paul Wolf was Keselowski's man. Oh yeah, so Bullins and Blaney had been together since 2014. It says it right here. Okay, so, so how does this work out? I don't know. I don't know why Penske's doing this. If it isn't broke, don't fix it. I bet the only. I, the only way I could see this happening and why this happened is because none of them made the playoff or none of them made the final chase. Yeah. But even then, they all three Penske cars, Blaney, Kozlowski, Logano, had good seasons. Yeah. I, all won races, sometimes multiple races. I don't know why they're doing this. Your guess is probably as good as mine at this point. I mean, I was kind of shocked when I came across it earlier today. I was like, uh, that's a little weird. Why are they doing that? But. I mean, another Penske news, the sale of IndyCar was made official today, finally. Yeah, I didn't know it was unofficial. Yeah, I didn't think it was either. When we know. talked about it. I saw it the article, and I was like, wait a minute. Ago. Wasn't this, like, official, like, a while ago? That's what I thought. And then I saw it, too. Well, at first, I thought it fell through. It's like. Oh, oh. So, when I looked at it, it was, uh-oh, this can't be good. It was not good. Uh, the Gen 7 car, is they're doing testing again this month. All right. 15th and the 16th of January, so. Where at? Uh oh God I'm sorry, Miami, okay Homestead Miami. Okay, so, I can't wait to see those, get two or three of those on and see what the drafting looks like, and like Daytona. I do have a question for you though. Yeah. So, I think I put it on Instagram, Instagram I call it Instagram. Sorry, NBC NASCAR and NBC put out a picture and they asked which change are you most excited for in the 2020 season. There was a list of a couple of things. All right, and it was. Championship race being moved to Phoenix, uh, the Daytona and Indianapolis swap for July 4th weekend, uh, Bristol in the playoffs, or, you know, just what other other one you can come up with. Uh, do you have a take on that, what you might be most excited for there? I'm more excited about the Pocono double he- doubleheader. Oh, okay. All right. And I seeing like how that will work out. I know we talked about it. I don't have it in front of me about it's shorter races. Yeah. Both Saturday and Sunday. I'm curious to see how that'll work out. I think that's what I'm really most looking forward to. That and going to the Daytona 500, we got our tickets in the mail. <laughs> so looking forward to that. But I guess, yeah, the Pocono 
race I, I would say I'm looking forward to the most just because I've never seen it. I didn't even, you know, I didn't, honestly didn't even think it. The first, when I saw the picture, I just immediately was like, oh, championship race at Phoenix, easily. I can't wait. Finally, we're going somewhere else for a championship. I've liked the championship at Homestead. I'm curious to see what the spring Homestead race will look like by, say, winter or fall Homestead race. I just think, like I said before, I think NASCAR needs to look into, like, maybe having a different track every season for the championship, you know, so everybody, all the fans can, like, at least make it to one of them, you know? I want to see the championship race out of Daytona or Talladega. That would probably be... Could you imagine going to Daytona at the start of the year and then at the end? That'd be cool. I, I'd appreciate that. But I then think, I I, and then that chance, like, if everybody's in a pack like they are, and, and then, then all four get taken out, it's like, who finishes first? Ooh, they would have to take the uh, that whole damage rule away, right? I mean, Not necessarily. Well, I mean, certain, I, I'd like them to take it away. There are certain rules as to if you go behind the wall. I know that much. What are you writing down over there? Notes. You got a lot of notes over there again. That's what I do, man. Are those your... Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm not going to say anything yet. All right. So why don't you look up what they said on Facebook about... Oh, yeah. Let me see if crew, I can find the... The crew uh, chief swap. Well, see, I just sent the article to myself, so I got to go find out who and put the article out again. I did it again. And you hit and the out, mic? And I hit the mic. Good job. It's been a couple of weeks. Now, what okay, am, so what do I on NBC. That's okay, so... Then looking at this, uh, cel- uh, Formula One is going to be celebrating turning 70 in 2020. Wow. Formula One racing, turning 70 in 2020. And I'm looking forward to that only because of this. I did some research on the past 70 years of Formula One and found some quite interesting numbers. So they've raced on 72 different tracks in their 70-year history in 32 countries with two new tracks coming up in 2020. The Vietnamese Grand Prix and the Dutch Grand Prix. Oh, Looking forward to both of those. The most races they've ever raced at one track was Mazza, Manza, 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 with the Italian Grand Prix at 69 races. That happened between 1950 to 1979, and then they took a hiatus from there and then raced, started racing there again in 1981 all the way through their current season, which is the latest season, which is 2019. The most starts for a constructor at 991. Ferrari, mm. most consecutive starts. Again, Ferrari at 647. And the most wins by Ferrari at 238, and that is 24% of the time of every race they've won. I bet you, okay, pop quiz. Oh, no, again. Pop quiz. Here we go. Who who holds the record for the most championships in Formula One? I don't know. Michael Schumacher at seven. Oh, okay. How about the most wins in Formula One? Probably Lewis Hamilton. Oh, no. Michael Schumacher, 91. <laughs> okay. All right, the most podiums in Formula One. Michael Schumacher. At what number? <laughs> oh, man. You, you were right wait, on the wait, driver. Wait, hang on. So he's got how many wins? 91? 91 wins. Uh, let's go with like 117. Wow. 155. Oh, wow. I was way off. All right, the most poles in Formula One. Michael Schumacher. Nope, Lewis Hamilton <laughs> at 88. And the, the this one I found interesting. The most poles, jeez. The most Grand Prix's. Or a driver. Oh. Who's, who's participated in the most Grand Prix as a Formula oh, One driver? Yikes. This is a tough one. I don't know. You'll be surprised once you hear the name. Oh, I will? Yeah. Oh, well, what is it then? Rubens Barrichello. Who? 326. 
774 drivers have participated in Formula One from 39 countries, with the most being Britain and the United States. Can you believe that? 159. So most of the drivers have been from Britain and the United States? Yeah. Well, there's no American drivers in the field now, is there? That doesn't mean there weren't some in the past 70 years. I know. America really needs a a driver. I would love to see Formula One have a driver. They got an American team. I wish they would have brought an American driver in with it. So that was our little piece of Formula One history there. Quite excited to see the 2020 season with Formula One. And... I think come 2021, they're going to come out with a new car. They're coming. They're working. Oh, it's kind uh, of like the, their their version of the Gen 7 for NASCAR. Okay. All right. So they're just trying to make, uh, I mean, I don't know what, what good they're tr- new they're car try- They're do. trying to make the racing more competitive. Vice, somebody go, well, I mean, and, and that's not going to work. It's no, never it's worked not. with Formula 1. No. You get that clean air, you're gone. That's it. That's all it comes down to. But I'm looking yeah. forward to it. I'm looking forward to the... Um, Vietnamese Grand Prix and the Dutch Grand Prix. Yeah. And 2021, hopefully, if Miami works out, I want to try to go to that race. That would be very cool. I think that would be really cool. I would love to go to Miami for the Formula One race. I'll spend my hard-earned money there. But if Miami doesn't want my money, they don't have to have it. (laughs) Maybe they don't want it. I guess they don't. (laughs) Because I'm more than willing to pay them a lot of money to go there. But uh, you got that Facebook up? I honestly, I'm looking and I just, I, I don't see any like weird comments. Like yeah, most well, of these people are like, like, I, I don't know. Okay. So. All right. Before you do that. Hey, Mayan. Oh, hang on a second. I got to find it again. Hey, man. Hey, man. It's hey, man. We're still working forgot, on it here. I forgot about. The music in between, See, in between it again. You missed one episode. You missed a lot, buddy. I, uh, I've been working hard here to try to make this show better. Man, I, I saw this. I saw a comment where this guy just like, like it's it's funny how some people just don't know how to work a keyboard and just like everything gets, it's not misspelled. It's just a sentence just, just broken up. And like I lost it where it went because like it makes no sense. Well, I, the way I see it, and we talked about this when you dropped the news, that I don't. Think, I don't know why Pinsky did it say why Pinsky did that? Um, I don't think so. I uh, well, hang on. Here's the, here's the comment. I was okay, here's about. the comment. Right, Here, so hey this, man. Oh, oh, oh yeah, do it. Hey man, there it is. Okay, so that one doesn't have music in between. We already did the intro to it. Okay, so this guy, uh, his name's Woody, and he says, uh, "I think it is a big mistake. Don't know what's going on with all these owners. They don't leave well enough alone long enough. What?" What? Like, I see, that's the thing. I don't know if these people know what they're doing or uh, one person said that they love it, hope it backfires on them. No. Yeah. I, and Pinsky's such an organization right now, and they're good. I mean, they're not up there with Gibbs, I think. One, oh, here we go. This guy, Herb. I quit watching that garbage three years ago. Been a fan since the early 50s. Hey, man. Really, dude? Come on, man. I still watch it, even though sometimes I get mad at the right. sport. I'm still going to watch it. Absolutely. Uh, obviously, Absolutely. he still must be watching it, even though he says he's not watching this garbage. Well, he can, he, can, believe. he can do anything he wants. Did you come across any good ones? Like, No, I didn't. Oh, you I, didn't find anything good? Yeah, it's, I haven't, you know, it's just, it's weird. I haven't seen anything a lot lately at all. Well, the season has yet to start. The Clash is coming up here soon. Speed Weeks is coming up here soon. We'll just have to 
I can't wait till we see that. And I think that's when Hey Man will really kick in. Yeah, uh, yeah. Once the uh, Daytona or like Speed Weeks, probably. Yeah, see, so I'm looking for the Gen Seven car to see if anybody's talking about that. It's just, yeah, I'll, I'll have to do research to see why Penske did that whole thing. It didn't really. We'll talk about that say. next week. But now yeah. we're gonna get into NASCAR, and what we're gonna talk about right now is our top five predictions in this decade. What we want to see here. Green, green, green. You knew about that one. That one's an old sound Yeah, effect. I know. I was trying to right, time top, my head, top, top five predictions. What do you want to see from NASCAR? I'll let you start. Oh, Good great. sir. Do you see any on my paper? Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, got, I got one already. All right, and one go. Of, well, a couple. So one of my top five predictions is I want to see more, I guess you could say first-time winners. I don't know. See, like, you know, Matt Benedetto's in a new ride this year. So I, would, I definitely think he's going to get a win. Oh, so yeah. It would be cool to see that. But um, probably one of my bigger predictions is to hope that front row motorsports, how would I say it? You know, didn't get they the dissolve? Front row? Oh, front row. I'm thinking um, furniture row. Whoa. Front row, yeah. I would, oops. Front row motorsports, I would love to see get more. I wouldn't say of a following. They need to get better equipment in the sport. So hopefully, maybe times are slowly starting to change for them. I know they're going back to a two-car team, so I guess they're that trying might help. to. Yeah, hopefully. All right, my number one. I'm I'm going to start backwards and work up to my number one. Okay. What I'd like to see. So number five is how NASCAR is going to deal with the attendance at the tracks. Ooh. Bristol Spring Race was pitiful. A lot of people blame the hotels. I don't know if that was the case of why a lot of people didn't show up. Are they going to adjust ticket prices? Are they going to adjust the length of the season, the length of the races. There's many different things you could look at from that angle. Going to from 36 to 33 races, they used to race 33 races in the 90s, and mm. the action was just as good. Yeah. Maybe the fields shrink them down to lower ticket prices. I don't know if that will directly affect ticket prices, but I'm, I'm curious to see what NASCAR will do with that. And on a side note there, are they going to, I'll, I'll go on with that next time, but that's that's my number five prediction or a number five curiosity. That's I a should, good one. I should say how NASCAR is going to deal with the attendance rating at the track. TV, you can't really help. If somebody's a bigger football fan than a NASCAR fan, they're going to watch football. Mm-hmm. That's going to win every time for some people. But at the track, I'd like to see more people at the track and not just at like a Daytona or Talladega. I'd like to see them. First, I want to be on the waiting list again for a Bristol race and hold that ticket. I know, yeah, could you you remember those times when people I do. had to be on waiting lists? I remember, I remember getting my ticket for this past fall race and thinking it was going to be sold. No, that was quite easy to pick up. I was glad yeah. I picked it up. I even renewed my tickets for next year. There you go. So looking forward to seeing how NASCAR will deal with that attendance issue. So number four for you, or number two, however you want to put it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't really give them a ranking on any of these, but... A prediction of mine is that NASCAR gets some of the viewership that they lost, probably. Because I know the ratings have been, like, up and down. I think... I, I think the racing's good to keep it going. Yeah, I think that once the Gen 7 gets introduced in there, 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I think maybe, I don't know, I, I try to hold high hopes for this new Gen 7 car that maybe it might help some of this. But I think that maybe the viewership will come back at some point. I think if you're a race fan, it doesn't matter what they're racing. Yeah, but, you know, NASCAR, we, we have talked before that NASCAR, some people, they have lost fans. Yeah. Maybe fans are hoping for a change that they can come back into the sport to watch again. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. It's just. I would say so. Just give, just waiting for them to make an excuse. But if you wait for fans to make the decision, you're gonna lose patience and try to caveat to them. You can't make everybody happy. Yeah. All right, number four for me. Or was that it for you? Oh yeah, you're good. I'll, I'll, right. I'll go with my number next four. You. Is there gonna be a NASCAR Indy doubleheader? Oh, see, uh, I, I remember us talking about. I, that. I would enjoy that immensely. Yeah, I think to go. Great. To a weekend at, at the Roval, let's say the Roval, and watch IndyCar on Saturday, and what you do with the Xfinity race or do is whatever. Go to the uh, IndyCar race on Saturday and then the Cup race on Sunday. So no Xfinity race that week. I don't know, I, and that's to be determined. I, I think, think they would probably know because there are weekends where they don't have an Xfinity race with the Cup. Series. True, but when you get to the chase, yeah, you're going to probably have a weekend with Xfinity and Cup. Yeah, so it would have to be like in the middle of the season. Exactly. And on what track? Maybe IndyCars at Bristol. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> you imagine That's asking the, for trouble. You imagine the total chaos that would bring? You do that on iRacing, you're going to die. Yeah, that would be terrible. Holy cow. So that was my number four. I'd like to see that. What would happen with Penske behind the helm? You never know. And I know NASCAR's in talk with some tracks to get by them. Maybe mm-hmm. I think the tracks under Charlotte. I forget what the name of those that company is. ISC. No, ISC is NASCAR. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, jeez. It might be. I I don't. Speedway I forget Corp? the name, but it might be the Speedway Core. I, I think that's what ISC International Speedway Core because they own like Daytona, Talladega, and Darlington, and a few other tracks. Yeah, I'm talking about the tracks like Bristol, Charlotte, Texas, Las Vegas, New Hampshire. Whoever owns all those tracks, and I can't think of what the name is offhand, but if I think they're in talks to buy that, and if they do that, they'll change things up for scheduling. They'll get a little more free reign on the schedule. Yeah. Instead of going into contract negotiations. Okay. Third. Third okay. for Preston. So I'm going to, I was going to say something, but since we started talking about the IndyCar, now I, I just thought of something else that I could add in there. All right, as go a for prediction. it. Okay. So you know how, like, at the start of, I guess you could say, quote-unquote, the start of, like, the racing season, we have, like, the Rolex 24 Daytona, where you have, like, the two different types of um, cars or whatever, uh, Daytona prototypes and GT. What if, I'm predicting that, you know, with Penske buying IndyCar and all this, what if we have an IndyCar and NASCAR race together? You know? You have two different classes, technically, two different racing but like, what if you did like? The I know IndyCar would smoke the stock yeah, but, car, but the, 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 the prototypes aren't racing the GT cars. They're both separate classes. They're just racing that, together. Oh, Preston! The prototypes 
I see what you're saying. Right, I see what you're saying. As... It's going to be, if they race at the Roval, let's say. Oof, that'd be a tough one. That track is not wide enough. How would they, that wouldn't even work, I would what say. What if they did, like, well, doesn't Indy maybe have, as like, an a road ex- course? Maybe, ex- maybe as an exhibition race. Indy, the, Indianapolis does have a road course. Okay, so what if they did, like, a road course there? I mean, I, c- I understand that IndyCar would just totally smoke. Yeah, it wouldn't even be fun series. to watch. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, interesting I, to watch, but at the same time, I can see where you're going with that because maybe it's just wish the stock thinking. car would race the stock cars, and then the Indy cars would race the Indy cars. But it'd be cool just to see both of them on track at the same time. Maybe, maybe an exhibition race. I don't know. That'd probably be a lot of accidents happening. Yeah, Indy car would get the driver of the Indy car would get smoked if he drove underneath the stock car. Just smoked. It would That's be terrible. It would be so terrible, man. God. Horrible. What's wrong with us? <laughs> All right. Speaking of tracks like Indianapolis Road Course, I'm predicting, or I would like to see in the next decade, NASCAR bring back new tracks. Ideally, street courses, which they have been talking about. Yeah. And short tracks. It seems like that's the way the fans want. They want that beating and banging in that road course. So what about Rockingham? I haven't heard anything about Rockingham on the radar. If it comes back, great. I'm not going to hold my breath about it anymore. I would love to see Rockingham I wish they would back on the guard. schedule. I would love to see a North Wilkesboro back on the schedule. And NASCAR has even talked about expanding their market, going to new road courses. Maybe the Indianapolis road course. That That's a fun road course. Mm-hmm. I don't expect them to resurrect anything in the sense like the Rockinghams and North Wilkesboro's, I see them. Well, North Wilkesboro, we know, is definitely not. They just clean that up for iRacing, so. Yeah, I would at least have that for late models. They would have models. to invest a lot of money into I would at least, dude, if I own that track, that would be the late model track. That would be the premier late model track. That would be equivalent to, that would take over, if I owned North Wilkesboro, that would take over Martinsville as a prestigious race in the Snowball Derby. I guarantee it. Mm, I would make okay. that happen. Okay. If, but I'm not a track promoter. No, you're just. I'm a, I'm a podcaster. I'm an enthusiastic fan. Yeah. What, what do I know? Yeah. What do you know? I don't know anything. Not, you know, you're just, you know, not a, on the fan council. No big deal, too. You know. I, I am on the NASCAR fan council. They don't no. listen to me. Of course not. They, they might listen to me. I don't know. They might say this guy's too extreme for us. They see the name Matt Beamer and they're like, oh, oh boy. Never mind. Delete. <laughs> okay. So, two to go. What, what you could kind of look at. Going in to this new decade, what's your... I have a pretty big uh, prediction. Well, I guess, like I said, it's prediction slash wishful thinking, too. Little disclaimer, as we're halfway through this, this is not going to be set in stone. This is what we'd like to see. Oh, yeah. This is kind of like, what what can we see? Because heaven forbid somebody holds our feet to the fire and said, you said they were going to race a doubleheader in the NASCAR. Like, no, we didn't say that. We said we'd like to see a doubleheader. Yeah. Um... I honestly predict it's gonna it's this is gonna be really weird, crazy. I predict that NASCAR changes their playoff format. I can see that. I think I think it'll change. You say change like just change format or change as in drop the chase? No, I don't think that. I don't really see them ever dropping the chase at this point. They're trying to ride that thing out. I think maybe they, in all honesty, they need to minimize the field back down to like ten. The only reason I think they. Extended the field to 12, then 14, then now 16. It's because the big names like Jeff Gordon, Jell Jr. didn't make it 
in, in a year. Well, so that's like, man, our, our biggest draws. Yeah, well, you know, well, yeah, but you're right. Then I would say on top of that, that if they change the formats, why not just drop the chase altogether? Because their main thing is winning you're in. Their emphasis is on winning. Yeah, but Matt Crafton showed everybody up that you don't have to win a single race to be the champion. And Ryan Newman almost did the same thing in the Cup Series a couple years ago. So I would would beg to say, I would venture to say, I should say better, that they could change the format as much as they want to. But if they just keep it simple, if NASCAR just keeps it simple, just let them race, and in the final race, declare the champion, or the race before, declare a champion. Mm Mm-hmm then you won't have to worry about anything. I like the fact that you won't know who the winner is until the final lap of the final race of the season. Yeah. But at the same time, I didn't mind seeing Matt Kenseth secured with two races to go in 2003. Yeah, see, and you know, that's... I Like I, like we said before, people are like different on the fence. I, myself, enjoyed the old point system. I enjoyed, you know, there was no playoff format. I just... I think that the like I said the playoff format I think there's just the field's too big. I mean the field's too big. Do I foresee them changing the point system at all? No. The point system seems that it seems like they tried to make it to where people could understand it better. You know? Right. And it pretty much that's how it is at this point. It's very easily to recognize, get a hold of what it, I don't know how to uh, learn. I'm sorry. Well, right. That's what it is. That's what I'm looking for. I like that. Okay. So change in the for- playoff format. Yeah. For Preston, all right, number two for me. I expect to see a new manufacturer in NASCAR in maybe 2022, 2023. See, I would have said that, but I feel like that's pretty much imminent at this point. I think that will happen. It will happen, (laughs) but who would it be? Who will it be? Will Dodge come back? I would love Dodge. I think think Honda's a a big talker in that. What if he had five manufacturers, Dodge and Honda? Baby steps, man. Too much already, and we got We got to get one in first. Yeah, but I'm, I'm thinking by 2022 or 2023, most likely, if I had to say anything, 2023, I will see a new manufacturer in this sport, and maybe just as focused as Toyota. Toyota is so focused on one or two teams, mainly Joe Gibbs. Mm-hmm. That's their powerhouse team. Yeah. How many Toyotas do you see in the field besides Joe Gibbs and and Levine? Yeah, besides. Anybody associated? Let me rephrase. Anybody associated with Joe Gibbs? Anybody beside not associated with Joe Gibbs? Who's a Toyota? Um, off the top of your head, I don't can't think of a daggum one. Are but are there? I, I can't remember. I can't think of any. The only Toyotas I know, I think it's just Joe are Gibbs. The four and, Joe Gibbs cars and, and Levain. Wow, that's exactly. Weird. But how many Fords can you think of? You got Team Penske, Wood Brothers, Front Row, Front Row. And then how many Chevys? You got Hendrick. See, you can't even. What? Um, Richard Petty. They're Chevrolet now, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. They used to be Ford at one point. They used to be. In RCR. RCR, yeah. So that's weird. I think, yeah. I mean, they're so, Toyota's so focused that I wonder if that's going to happen with a new manufacturer. If, if Dodge comes in and, say, Team Penske goes back to Dodge. Maples so was th- texting me about. Natalie Decker. Uh-oh. What about <laughs> Natalie Decker? We have some breaking news. Uh, it's a, he said Natalie Decker is going to Nice Motorsports. I don't know who that is. Who's Nice Motorsports? Natalie Decker. I'm thinking Haley Deegan. Ooh. 
Yeah, we're talking Natalie. De- we're talking about somebody that can't drive here, Natalie Decker. Okay, poor uh, Natalie. Yeah, right. Uh, let's see, Natalie. Decker. So yeah, we'll keep going with our. All right, um, and I'm our sorry. final prediction for this decade in NASCAR. What do you see happening in NASCAR? All right, and here we go again. It's another one that I'm gonna, I'm gonna predict, but I'm pretty sure it's a foreseeable thing because NASCAR tends to do these things. But I'm seeing. I see rule changes in this decade at this point. Of course, there's always some kind of stupid rule change, but what I'm really hoping for is that they, a couple big ones, the whole damage crash policy, that thing just needs to throw it out the window because I'm, oh man, I could curse right now about this whole thing, but people like Kyle Busch that have said before when they're racing that people are too slow on the track that have good enough cars. You know, let's go back to the old point system when people would crash, come back out on the track and drive slow and stay out of people's way to get the points. Nowadays, it's like, oh, if you're, if you're crashed, you got to get out of here. Like safety reasons. I, I, that whole thing situation just, I, I can't stand it between that. And they need to get rid of the stupid yellow line rule at, Super speedways at this point. Okay, so it's all about kind of rule changes and yeah, I I think I I seen I've I think NASCAR is going to get rid of that whole yellow line thing here soon with the super speedways. Maybe keep a yellow line in the trioval because that would be dangerous trying to pass down there, going from banking to flat service at like two hundred miles an hour. Let's say you know you can't have certain sections out of bounds at a racetrack. Well, maybe maybe the drivers will make know not so, to do that. Okay, they already know not to do it, and they still go below the yellow line. No, on the on the trioval, but like I mean, like the, let's say Daytona, for example, is not as a, the the straightaways are not as wide as a Talladega. No, so I mean, like on the back straightaway, yeah, sure, they need to get rid of the whole yellow line thing. I after a while, it just seems kind of stupid. All right, it really does. I see your point there. So my number one thing. I'm going, I'd hate to say bigger. Humongo. But I'm looking at kind of big picture here. So NASCAR going away from the single sponsor format into multiple sponsors, such as what they're doing now in the Cup Series with Bush, Coke, Geico, and Xfinity sponsoring it. I think that will open more doors for other companies to come in that were limited, say for Monster Energy sponsoring that They didn't want Red Bull or Rockstar in there. Mm-hmm. When Sprint was sponsoring it, they didn't want an Altel not that all tells the company anymore, but uh, AT and T. I could see AT and T coming back, and maybe, maybe a Brent coming back in to sponsor a car, not a series. Monster sticking with Kurt Busch, yeah. So they're still going to have involvement with sport, but maybe AT and T will come back and then jump on the front row motorsports ones. Yeah. So yeah, and you know that's. <clears throat> I think it's a good thing that it's happening like this. Maybe this could be the start of bringing more sponsorship back into it, like you said, you know, I, which is a good thing, absolutely. I, and 100% good thing. So I'm, I'm curious to see how that will play out in the long run and how long that will last. But then I have two honorable mentions. One was the damage clock. Uh-huh. And I think this should have been number one, and then we should have shifted everything down. But an honorable mention for me, I think in this decade, in, in one of the three major series, Truck, Xfinity, and Cup, uh-huh. we're going to see our... A female winner. Whoa. Okay. I think we're going to see either Natalie Decker. I think it's most likely going to be Natalie Decker. She's got a lot of wind behind herself. She's being marketed to race cars. I think Natalie Deckard is going to win by Natalie Decker? Really? 2029. People have a lot of problems with her. You talking Why? about Haley Deegan? No. You talking Nat- about Natalie Decker? Okay. Not na- Okay. 
It's Haley. It's got to be Haley Deegan. It's Haley Deegan. Because Natalie Decker would not get talked up right. that much. Okay, let me let me rephrase. I'm sorry, that. Natalie. I mean, I'm just I'm going off of what people say too. By the way, because I know that Natalie Decker, a lot of people, it's between her and Jennifer Jo Cobb, a lot of people didn't like in the Truck series. But hey, I mean, I could be wrong, you know. I just I okay, was yeah, I was Natalie wrong. Decker it was it was, was Haley Deegan. Okay, I yeah. think Haley, Haley Deegan is. A very I think Haley one. Deegan will win. I can't believe I mixed those two up. So Sorry. I think Haley Deegan will win by twenty twenty nine. If Natalie Decker wins, I'll look like a genius. I'm like, oh, I I meant to say Natalie Decker, but I think Haley Deegan. Yeah, she goes out there and wins the Truck Series race at Daytona first but, weekend. But, oh <laughs> man, I should have called that. But I think I think we'll get the uh, first female. Haley Deegan's a very good driver. I oh yeah, she's. I'm looking forward to seeing her race. Yeah, she's got a bright future in front of her. If she plays her cards right, I think. She wants to do two years in ARCA, two years in truck, two years in Xfinity, and then go to Cup. She wants to. It's not bad. She doesn't want to fast track it like Danica. Ooh, yeah. Sorry, poor, Danica. Poor Danica. That was, a, that was a little too fast. Just a smidge. So that's my that's our top five predictions. Not set in stone. Just maybe what we like, what we're probably going to see here in. The decade of NASCAR. We'll find out in 2029 if we're correct. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun you know, ten. It's gonna fans, be a fun. Fans can comment on you know social media and tell us what they think. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. They have. I'm interested to see who will have the best one. We'll read them next week. We'll post something online. So okay, what do we got here? So final thoughts here. Kind of a quick episode. Was it? Doesn't look like it. White flag. White flag. White flag. One lap to go. One lap right here. Final thoughts. Brought to you by nothing. I wish. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. As mentioned in our Christmas episode, we have, starting here in our second season, we got a giveaway. Yes, we do. A very sweet giveaway, too. It is a Mark Martin 1,000th career start plaque. It's not a plaque. It has his pictures. It was him at Bristol yeah. driving for Hendrick Motorsports in the Kellogg's car. Mm-hmm. And it's a collectible. So it's a Mark Mar. If you're a Mark Martin fan or know any Mark Martin fan, you can get him entered in the drawing. We'll tell you how in a second. But it's a picture frame. It's a very beautiful picture frame. We'll post it up there on the show when it comes out Wednesday. Yeah. And tell you how to get it. Probably going to be like, comment, and share the picture. Mm-hmm. Give a thumbs up for Mark Martin, and you'll be entered in. I. How long do you think we should give for this giveaway? Two weeks. Yeah, two weeks might be good enough, you know. And I, I think by our season season two, episode three, we'll be able to declare a winner. And whoever's and you have to like, comment, and share on Facebook and Twitter, and you'll be entering in to win. And in two weeks, we'll give it away. And we'll do another giveaway. And another should giveaway. have people tag their friends in it, too. Ooh, I like that. The official rules will be out there. Yeah, we'll figure out the official rules and we'll... They'll they'll probably see the official rules and everything before they listen to this episode, but looking forward to that. Going to give that away to one lucky Marblehead or maybe a new fan of the show. Oh, yes. They'll start listening to the show because of this giveaway. 2020 is a new year. Big things are going to happen around here, hopefully. I can't wait. Like I said, I've been looking forward to uh, showing... Letting you listen to that intro f- since I made it. That was very cool, by the way. That took it took me a little while, but I hey, did it. And when I showed it to Caroline, let her hear, hear it. She was, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. For no one with no audio visual <laughs> expertise, e- expertise. <laughs> YouTube is a great tool 
Yeah, hey, you listen, YouTube, you can find anything. You could Yeah. Hell, I watch probably, I watch YouTube all the time. You probably watch YouTube on how to win the lottery so somehow. Final thoughts here. We're getting into speed weeks here. Okay, two goals. You got two goals this season as a race fan. Not necessarily NASCAR, but you got two goals. What is it? Attend a race, I guess, is one of them. Okay, attend a race. I mean, I don't know what other goals. Okay. Probably my, try to watch more races all the way through because there are some where it's just like, it's just tough to get all the way through at times. You I need, mean, like, I can watch a whole race on TV, but, like, sometimes it's just like, ugh. You know, something's not right. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. It's I'm, I'm, I'm a terrible race fan sometimes. Sometimes you are. I can see that. I okay, I have two main goals. I want to go to more races this year than I went to last year. I went to six last Ooh, year. Wow. Well, let's see. Daytona, Bristol, Darlington. Yeah, I went to six races last year. Okay. I want to try to make it to eight. Wow. That's going to be tough. But then my big goal, I want to go to my first top fuel drag race in Charlotte in the fall. Oh, yo. I want to go, too. I love going to NHRA. I have never been to an NHRA race. Really? Oh, and since my God. we're going to be starting to talk about drag racing here, <sighs> I'm going to start watching it. I love NHRA. It's so great. I'm interested. Oh, it's... Hey, we'll, we're going to go. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. I love... So those are my two big goals this year. And just a little side note, just to try to get more listeners on this podcast, talk to more drivers this year on this podcast. Yeah. Expand the podcast. I think... We're in a good spot right now to jump spring forward into 2020. I'm looking forward to it. I am too. I was just about to say something and I just like totally lost you it. Brain farted, man. I did you big told, time. You Natalie Deckard it. Yeah. Uh oh yeah. Push the button to jump into uh light speed. That's what I was gonna say about springing forward. <laughs> We're just going straight have, into twenty twenty. Yeah, I don't have a light speed button or else I do that. <laughs> you got red buttons over there though. It's true. You've you've always you always like talking about my buttons, man. Well, I see you over there a lot. Like you're trying to like push. Like I think you need to move the uh, what is it? It's a roadcaster. Roadcaster. I, I might need to move it over, but I like I like it right here. That's where the buttons are. Yeah. We'll figure that out eventually. I mean, hey, heck, man. this is our 16th episode. Things are always oh moving. Hey, man. You said it. What? You said hey, man. Oh. oh. You don't even realize what you're doing. Didn't even realize it. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. All right, so. Uh, things are always moving on the show, you know. Yeah, so second ep- second season officially kicked off. Be on the lookout, Marbleheads, for the giveaway. The giveaway of the Mark Warren commemorative plaque with green flag cutouts. They cut out a piece of the green flag and put it in there. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that. In- details on social media. On Facebook at In the Marbles, Twitter at Marbles In, and if you Instagram search In the Marbles, you'll find us there. It's kickstart to the second season of In the Marbles. I'm glad everybody listened. If just for Preston Mood, I am Matt Beamer. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week. I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. 
Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. 